What is up, y'all? My name is Matt, and I'm here today with Christian, and this is Batman in Review, and you're listening to Surfing the Stream, where each week we review some of your favorite movies of your favorite franchises, or favorite genres, in my case, and we're on a quest to find what is the best movie of all time. Uh, We've done Batman 89, Christian and I, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, shit. (laughs) <laughs> and and this episode is Batman Begins. Oh my god, Josh. Yes, it's so good to finally watch a good one. Oh, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> uh me personally, I do a genre series uh every week. I did horror in review throughout the month of October and concluded that with a top 10 list of horror movies. Carmen Edmonds joined me for that. Uh this month, the month of November, it's going to be 90s action movies in review. Uh, the Rock is first up. I was originally going to do Point Break, but decided to do The Rock because Sir Sean Connery passed away on Halloween. Of all days for him to go. Yeah. So just... It's a sad day. Sad day. So check out my... At the end of November, I will drop a top 10 list of 90s action movies. So I'm excited to watch some of these movies. I've already watched The Rock and Air Force One. Air Force One, fucking great movie until you get to the CGI parts, and it's absolute fucking shit. But still a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so like I said, we have done Batman in review. We are almost done with Batman movies. We have Batman Begins Today, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Batman v Superman, and then Mask of the Phantasm, oh. which should... Uh, close out the month of November. Starting in December, we will do Die Hard in review mm. because it's only fitting to do the best Christmas movie during Christmas. I mean, no word, truer words have ever been spoken. <laughs> A given. Mm. So y'all be prepared for that. Just a shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $20 tier. Shout out to Eric Hernandez, Carmen Edmonds, and Sharon Petrie. Without y'all, we could not be doing this each and every week. And doing what we love to do, which is talk movies, uh, games on our two-game podcast, and just nerdy shit. Bring it all to you. Yep. If you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two-game. And there's a $5 tier, $10 tier, and $20 tier. You can get this show and the two-game podcast ad-free and uncut. You've probably uh, missed out on a joke already. Mm, how about that? Yeah. We are at our finest, uncut. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just start me off with some fun facts for this uh, for this review. Batman Begins, and then we'll jump into just our, our impressions of the movie. The movie was released on June 15th, 2005. Jesus, that long ago? Yeah. Fucking 15 years. Jesus, man. That makes me feel old. <laughs> The movie had a $150 million budget. It grossed $373.6 million worldwide. That's a lot. With a $100 million marketing tag applied to it. So, technically, two fifty. <laughs> That's still a lot. Yeah, I mean, they made over $100 million, uh, $100 million on the movie. Still, I mean, when, I'm, I'm excited to see what the big jump is. Because, you know, Batman Begins was the start of this trilogy. And then the Dark Knight came in, and that made over a billion dollars. So that's hot. Yeah, that's I mean, really hot. I mean, seven hundred million more dollars. 
That's a lot of fucking money. <laughs> Holy right? shit. Right? Especially for that time. I don't know. 15 years was not far. Well, right? uh, 2008 for Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll save all that for them. But, I mean, that was before, you know, the Avengers and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the same year as Iron Man. Look at what you're throwing down now. God, that was so long ago. <laughs> I know. So, yeah, I, I, I personally remember seeing this movie in theaters. My dad used to be stationed in El Paso. And I remember seeing this there for the first time by myself. Huh. And yes. <laughs> yeah. God, I remember just watching this movie and at the very end, spoiler alert for here on out. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am so bad at that. I remember seeing that Joker card flipped over. I was like, bruh, oh, shit's yeah. about to get fucking real. Yes, that was before they even announced who was going to be Joker. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I wonder. Yeah. God. We'll, we'll get into all that in a second. We'll finish, finish the fun facts. <laughs> I'm ready to circle jerk this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale performed many of his own stunts during this movie, which I was kind of surprised by. This movie, Batman Begins, actually inspired the Daniel Craig James Bond reboot. Because Casino Royale came after this movie. They were looking for a more realistic, dark and gritty. And, I mean, you got some of the best James Bond movies now. Oh, yes. Because of Batman Begins. Oh, yeah. Daniel Craig. Mm. 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 I'm so ready to see this last movie. I have a feeling (laughs) it's not going to be that great, but I hope it is. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale. Now, have you ever seen The Machinist? Yes. That was a fucking great movie. Let's be honest. Any movie that Christian Bale's in, eh, it's a fucking great movie. There's that. I mean, prove us wrong. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale was down to 120 pounds for The Machinist. I remember him, like, like showing off his ribcage during that movie, and he was so fucking gross. Yeah. But The Machinist was this movie before Batman Begins. He weighed 120 pounds. He put on 100 pounds in the span of, like, four or five months. That's fucking quick. Yes. For, for Batman Begins. And then... That brought him up to 220. Everybody was calling him Fat Man on scene. <laughs> <laughs> so he lost 20 pounds. So gained 100 and then lost 20 all in the span of less than half a year. That's fucking kind of, incredible. That is incredible. That sounds horrible on your body. Yeah. Well, have you seen Vice? I haven't watched that movie, but I've No. Vice is him as uh, Dick Cheney. Ooh. He gained weight for that. Ooh. And then... Uh, Bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a movie with Jennifer Lawrence that he did. I can't fucking remember the name of it. But he got, he gained a significant amount of weight for that role. He is just a fucking great actor. He he goes above and beyond to for a role. He's committed, as they say. Oh, yeah. He's very much committed. I love it. Mm-hmm. The uh, train derailment scene at the very end. Did oh. you know that was all model cars and train? I did not. Yeah. Now, now. No, nah, I'm gonna look at it funny. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't look at it funny, but yeah, they they built that entire area out of like you know how they do uh like screenplays and shit, and they yeah. they build out the scene all beforehand, mm-hmm. and they just built it all like model, and then built the train car and the model cars. It's all it's all uh, models there. Time to get Batman so small. <laughs> well, he's not in that part. Uh, I know. <laughs> I was being facetious. Oh. <laughs> Oh, over my head. <laughs> All right. Time to circle jerk. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> Sounds like someone's patting water in here. <laughs> There's no water in here. <laughs> I will start. I fucking love 
this movie. It is one of the best movies, not of all time, but it's one of the best Batman movies of all time. I won't get into rankings because I want to say that towards the end of not only the episode, but of the series where we rank all the Batman movies. I personally think this is Batman at its best. Like, this is the perfect Batman movie, I think. We've said it on the podcast before with our Star Wars uh, rankings. We ranked uh, Empire Strikes Back as number one and New Hope number two. Well, New Hope is the better movie. It is a consistent movie throughout. It is just, there's nothing wrong with that movie. It is perfect. That is Batman Begins. And then Dark Knight is obviously the Empire Strikes Back of the Nolan trilogy. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. This this whole movie was just perfect from the beginning to the end. It, like, never, like, I never lost the train that it was on. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> the whole beginning, like, showing when he started, how he, not potentially ended, but, like, the beginning. He just shows, I mean, obviously, Batman begins, but this is how Batman should have been in the past. But granted, I, the, the you know what they had in the, in yeah. the history. but <laughs> It can only go up from there. Exactly. So, I mean, this is what I expected Batman. Like, I read comics. This is what I expected Batman to be. The perfect Batman. Yeah. He was definitely an amazing Batman. And there was no bat butt. There was no bat nipples. There was nothing. It was just Batman. Mm-hmm. And, of course, his, you know, his, his bat suit's fucking sexy. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. And they didn't have to show anything. <laughs> right? I mean, all you can really say about this movie is fucking great things. I I absolutely agree with you. They We have never seen a, an origin story for Batman. Honestly, I think other than... I think Batman 89 is the only time they mention... No, they mention his parents in uh, Forever. Yes. But that's the only two times that you hear about the his origins but you also get to see like his fear of bats and why he becomes batman exactly and this whole movie is just based on fear like that is the central uh theme throughout the entire movie is fear he's and i love the moment that he decides hey i'm not gonna be one of them and he throws the gun into the into the lake or the the river yeah and that that moment he decides i'm not killing people i'm just gonna whoop their ass and I'm okay with it. <laughs> and then they show him he, and they mentioned it throughout the, uh, the little monologue where he meets Ra's al Ghul. He's like, "You will never understand them unless you are one of them. You know, you'll never understand where they come from, how they act, how they think." So Bruce Wayne becomes a fucking not a villain because he never becomes one of them, but he joins them to get to understand their their way of thinking so he can kick their ass later. Indeed, I like I completely agree with that. Like the only thing I ever had problems with is they didn't show enough of um, the uh, Assassin's Guild. Yeah, that was my major like they they showed more of it throughout the other two movies of certain like just little glimpses and shit. It just didn't show enough of like his training. It was just him and Raish. Why just him and Raish? Why not him and like a couple other assassins? You know. Why can't they have that, like, because in a lot of the comics and a lot of the um, the canon, like, they're a big deal. Mm-hmm. 
the oh, League yeah. of Shadows, they're they're a huge deal. Like they're not a huge deal, but you don't know about them. Mm-hmm. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know about it, but it's there. <laughs> right. But that was my major thing is they didn't show enough of that. I mean, I did get my origin story. I got all that. I down to the nitty gritty. But it could have been a little better with how he became so better at combat mm-hmm. and how he can think quicker. You know, show how he became the greatest detective. Show how he became pretty much a, a living weapon. Well, he doesn't really, they don't really show the detective side of him until well, no, that's what I'm getting the Dark Knight. Like, like, show him mm-hmm. the detective. Because, this, like I said, this is the origin. Mm-hmm. Show how he became one of the smartest fucking minds in and, that. And the fact that Fat, uh, fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> Batman can actually fight now. Right. Whereas it's actually really good action sequences and it's not, you know, shitty. And he can, like, come out the shadows like like a ninja. Mm-hmm. A ninja. A ninja. <laughs> I, I just, I love how they're like, you know how to disappear, but we can make you truly... Uh, Disappear? <laughs> yeah, truly disappear, where they don't notice you at all. And that first scene where he he has like his little goon outfit on, and he goes to Gordon, and he has a stapler, and he's yeah. trying to recruit him, basically. And he falls, and he's just like, <laughs> not very good. And it's like, you know, yeah, that fucking works. That That is, that's perfect, because he's, he's just, he doesn't have all of his equipment yet, and that's his first little run-in. That's perfect. Yeah, it was definitely just perfect. Uh, the the as far as what you were saying about the League of Shadows, I I would have preferred a little bit more of that. But I think what they did show was perfect for for what there was. But I wish there was more. Yeah, but like I, like say I don't understand how Ray just picked him out of the whole group. How did you even know he was there? Right, like. I mean, I understand because to join the League of Shadows, you, you don't just join the League of Shadows. You don't just find them. The League joins you. Exactly. And it's just the for Raish to come out and just pick him out of all the other ones, because I guarantee you there's a lot better assassins in there unless he saw something that they didn't mention in him. I, I know what movie's coming up. So at this point in time, between now and the Batman 89 Batman movies. I think uh Liam Neeson's villain is is the best. I I prefer him over Nicholson Joker. I agree with that. He they they grounded him so well in this movie. And I mean that's the whole thing about the Nolan trilogy. It's all grounded. They they try to make it more realistic. But just to ground him and then, you know, when they're on the ice and he's just he's explaining that he used to be where Bruce was, but he finally came out of it, you know, when he accepted it and he moved on that it just, it grounded his character so well and it makes you, uh, relate to him so much more. And then towards the end, he's still trying to get Bruce to, to come back to him, you know? And then Bruce is like, no, I'm right where I need to be right between you and Gotham. I was like, fucking get hype. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't like the reason why, the assassins were going after Gotham. That was not a big enough reason because of all the crime and all that. It's always been that way. What What now? Why now? Well, I guess they... Well, they, they tried the economics thing, to, I guess, to just bankrupt the city and let it restart because he mentioned that. Yeah. And then Thomas Wayne fucked that all up. So... <laughs> 
So they wanted they, I mean, Grant he was you know almost killed. So I guess it took a little time for him to get yeah. back into the swing of things. Fair enough. <laughs> but I I just this mer- this movie is is just perfect all the way throughout. What do you you know the biggest criticisms throughout this entire series is Bell's bat voice. I think what, it got better throughout time. I think it's best in this movie. It has issues in two. And then three, I mean, we don't see Batman hardly at all in three. Yeah. I I think Bat Boy's rankings, just from not watching them in a, in a, long, in a long time, mm-hmm. I think this one's the best, three, then two. I have issues with what he does in two. I don't, yeah, two was, yeah, I didn't like two as much either. But three, and I, I had one and three and two. Yeah. That's mine. Two, I mean, he's not bad throughout the entire movie in two. No. It's just, it's. Certain parts. Yeah, it's certain parts when he's meeting with uh, Maroni and shit. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we'll save that for uh, Dark Knight. And another thing that there's a lot of criticisms for. Does he kill Ra's al Because, you know, he, he has that one rule. He didn't Ra's save him. He, he didn't save him. But did he kill him? You can't kill Raish. No, but technically he let him go. And we have not seen him since then. No, I mean, you got to think of... We all know about the Lazarus Pit. We all know about that. It's one of those things Raish has for years. That's how he survived for years, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people don't know that the the uh, Lazarus Pit makes you go insane every time you come back. Mm-hmm. So he may be, you know, sitting there trying to collect his, his thoughts or them trying to, you know, bring him back. Because it takes a while, as we saw in the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. That may be it. I mean, we're not 100% on that. They don't really mention it at all. And like even in the third one, you know they don't mention anything. But I don't know. There's there's that. That's the only thought I can think of. But my my question to you, sir, is he says I don't have to save you, and then just lets him go, and he flies out, and then we are under the impression that he dies. In the Nolan verse, we are under the impression that he dies. I think it was a suicide mission, regardless. So I don't think Batman killed him. I I'm under the impression that just because you didn't save him didn't mean you killed him. He, he, he made his choice. He did. I mean, it's his fault for being in that predicament to begin with. And he, like, um, you, you knew this was going to happen or a potential of this was going to happen. And <laughs> you lost it. Indeed. I think he he looks like the perfect uh, Bruce Wayne as well. Christian Bell. That fucking hair. Oh, yeah. Like, dude. when I think of uh, Bruce Wayne, I think about that fucking hair. <laughs> Play, he's definitely a playboy philanthropist in this one. I, I love that they nailed like all the aspects of Bruce Wayne and Batman because they have Bruce Wayne as the billionaire. Billionaire, he's buying fucking hotels. Then he's got two girls beside him swimming. He does whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, and he don't give a fuck. No, not even a little bit. But then when it's time to fucking save some people, that dude is like, "I don't give a fuck about my name. I'm gonna save these people." I'm like, dude. <laughs> I yes. Like he can go from like drunk, like acting drunk, to like sober, like fat, and yes. do what he needs to, and then back to being drunk, mm-hmm. or so called drunk. <laughs> and then I, this movie starts it, but Rachel Dawes, who is the love interest in this movie, who's actually the best love interest up to this point that we've reviewed, which is not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that aspect that he will do anything for her. Because then he does that chase scene with the police, which I have mentioned it on the podcast before. 
I think any time when the police are against Batman, it is fucking great. Yes, that was definitely one of those highlights. Yes. And, you know, she's losing his mind, and he's willing to risk everything. He's running over rooftops, uh, damaging cars, just running the building just for the fuck of it. Rachel! <laughs> Rachel! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just to save her. And then in the in the Dark Knight, he does the same thing, where he puts everything to the side for her. And then, obviously, number three, he can't fucking function at all because, you know, she's gone. And I think that is the central theme throughout all three movies. And I fucking love that. You know, they just, they executed every aspect of the story perfectly. Yeah, they did have certain points that, you know, the, I love how they expressed a lot of his toys, like a lot of his toys and how he, like, you know, from what we watch now, a lot of the toys were shit. God, they were shit. (laughs) And like, when did when did Batman ever have fucking like a Y fucking just zip line? Right, <laughs> never. <laughs> but he didn't fucking uh, returns. Hmm. <laughs> Can't have a grappling hook because the fucking other one in fucking eighty nine sucked. <laughs> I love his uh, garage door opener underneath his uh, boots <laughs> for the fucking bats. <laughs> I'm like, is that a garage door opener? <laughs> and he's that was a cool scene though. Yeah, it was. That's something we had never seen in a Batman. He fucking summons all these fucking bats out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And then just hides with them. Oh, so so cool. Yeah. And I think the there's some parts where they're, and it's just Christopher Nolan movies in general, they have weird humor lines in them. Like, they're trying to be humorous, but it's not really humorous. Yeah, they try way too hard. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, that's the only, really the only issues I have. It doesn't take me out of the movie at all. It doesn't ruin it for me. The Batmobile ruined it for me. I, I, I do not like it. I disagree. I think for the Nolan verse, it was the perfect Batman because uh, another fun fact, everything that Batman has is some sort of military technology, real life military technology. So if you're trying to ground this movie uh, with realism and make it gritty, then I think you have to go with that. I don't think a convertible car like 66 Batman or the Batmobile from returns forever those just would not fit in this universe no i agree with that but just having a big ass fucking huge tank like that i, I don't know that the, was just no the one thing i do not like about it is when he has to shoot something he fucking goes down into the to the cockpit or whatever oh yeah 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 i don't like that but that sets up the uh the bad bike i did the bike bag is Kind fucking of, hot. It's hot, but then it's kind of shit too. Because I expect a little more. Because I mean, you have all of that on that tank. You couldn't pull some of that shit to it, so you had something to protect you. Mm. I mean, it's literally like two poles, a top, two tires, and some handles. And yeah, again, but <laughs> uh, it can go sideways though. Oh yeah, that's hot. But, <laughs> but like I said, all the shit you had behind you, you couldn't have thrown a little, you know, a little something, something. Extra in there. I I personally don't mind it. It's one of, I I personally love love the uh, Nolan verse uh, Batmobile. If I wanted a jumping tank, I would get a jumping tank. <laughs> but I don't want a jumping tank. <laughs> See, it, it's going to be hard for me to look at this objectively because while yes, I did I did grow up with the shitty Batman movies with the classic cars. 
my older years, my teenage years were with the Nolan verse. My impressionable years, oh, yeah. as they say. So it's hard for me to look at this without nostalgia. Oh, I mean, I agree 100% with you. Don't get me wrong by any means, but I'm not, I'm not looking for back when Bat, Batmobiles. I'm more looking like, hey, yes, we did ground it, but Batman is one of those, hey, let's just add more shit to it, more toys to it, make sure, like, you know, like Batman has, so, what, so many gadgets mm-hmm. that you don't even know what he has. But we knew what he had and on that thing, and that was it. Like, he had, like, five, six different things. That was it. Eh. I mean, knowing Batman, there's a lot more shit. You're right. Like, maybe, maybe, and hear me out on this, the Batwing comes out of it. Like, it was, like, a multifunctional car. Mm-hmm. Not just, like, the bat bike. Maybe a Batwing came out of it, too. Because it almost looked like the Batwing. Almost yeah, kind of looked like... Hey, we won't talk about the Batwing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fugly, but, you know. <laughs> but, like I said, have it multifunction. Other than a bat bike. I, yeah. I will agree with and that. And if it's a tank, how did it easily get so fucking destroyed? That's my thing. Well, we haven't got to that part yet. I know. <laughs> my statement stands. <laughs> it was a fucking bazooka. I don't fuck. give a fuck. <laughs> You're fucking Batman. <laughs> so I will stand behind the, the fact that this is the perfect Batman. This is the perfect Batman in any movie. Uh, the Dark Knight, you can you can probably make a case for it not being perfect. The The Batman. I will stick with this being the perfect Batman. It shows off a little bit of his detective skills, not to the point where we want it, you know? Because, you know, he's he's over there listening to what everybody's saying, doing a little reconnaissance. Oh, and, yeah. you know, uh, Joffrey is there as well, and he's, you know, scoping out the place. Yeah. Which, speaking of which, the fucking Scarecrow scene where he where he fights Scarecrow for the first time, and he's like, you need to lighten up. And he fucking sets Batman on fire. I was like, bro, that's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like, that scene was just so fucking cool. It was. It really was. Him fucking falling through the air on fire. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And then, you know, you can make the case, you you could say, well, Batman would never catch himself on fire. Yeah, but this is literally... His first night out. <laughs> this is this is beginning Batman. Yeah, so he's alert, he's allowed to make some mistakes. It's rookie. Yeah, rookie years, as they say. Uh, Killian Murphy, I thought played a really good Scarecrow. Honestly, I don't think I could see anybody else playing Scarecrow. No, if they ever tried it again. Uh, apparently, he was out for uh, the role of Bruce Wayne. Oh, was he? Yeah, and then also another little tidbit: Christopher Nolan loved him so much, he's like, "We got to put you in a movie somewhere." And if you've noticed, he takes off his glasses a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now that you say that. Christopher Nolan was in love with his eyes, so he found every excuse possible to get him to take his glasses off. (laughs) (laughs) A little weird, but whatever. (laughs) A little weird. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Like I said, a little weird, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, but he gave him a mask, so I don't understand that either. Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was a fucking nice ma- looking mask to make it more realistic. It was very nice. Very, very nice, very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, that that's basically all the main points that I can say out of this movie. It's just, it, after, after this, it's just kind of beating a dead horse. Yeah. I think the bat suit, while it, I think it looks better than all the other suits, it's not my favorite. No. Like, obviously, when the Dark Knight comes out, the best suit comes out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah, I mean, I fucking love this movie. I think the other thing I didn't really like was Alfred. I didn't like Alfred, but I, mean, you know, I was so catered from the last one. You could you could look at me like, oh, you want, sir. Uh, I told you the previous ones when we were doing this, that was the best Alfred. I fucking forgot. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Michael, yeah, no. Forget him. Michael Caine is the goat. He's old as a goat. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fucking goat, Alfred. No. Mm-mm. Every... I will say every rendi- rendition of the characters in this movie are the perfect renditions of said characters. You're just lucky he died before this new movie came out. <laughs> N- no. Yeah. No, you actually, yeah, I am lucky because mm-hmm. then we wouldn't have Michael Caine. Whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about why I hate him so much on the third. Michael Caine? Okay. Okay. We will agree on that. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're talking about Alfred leaving Batman. Yes. Yes, we will get to that. Yeah. We agree on that. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> we absolutely fucking agree with that. But for Batman Begins, fucking perfect. The perfect Alfred, the perfect Commissioner Gordon. Well, not Commissioner then, but you get my point. Go fuck yeah. yourself. <laughs> the perfect love interest, the perfect Scarecrow, perfect Ra's al Ghul, the perfect uh, Batman. Am I, mention, am I missing anybody? No. Falcone, he's a fucking savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, I, I will stand by the fact that every character in here is the best character in the Batman universe up to this point. We can agree to disagree. <laughs> the only one we disagree on is Alfred. <laughs> I mean, Alfred, this Alfred actually has more to do, and he just doesn't say, oh, I just, uh, I put a new costume down there for you because I figured you'd be able to join the team. <laughs> He never said that. This, <laughs> the fuck he didn't. He said, I figured you'd find it. <laughs> yeah. And he made it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> this Alfred's like going to fucking places and bringing Batman to the Batcave because, you know, he done fucked up and got himself on fire. And then he's knocking people out to save uh, Bruce Wayne. He's fucking got shit to do. Yeah. And then he and it shows him actually taking care of Bruce Wayne throughout uh, the years. I'm not my statement stance. You can't change it. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand by the fact that this Alfred has significantly more to do and he's better whatever <laughs> so let's rank this movie i think this is easily the best batman movie out of the ones we have watched so far obviously <laughs> you don't fucking say <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of zero to five batarangs sir what do you give it i'm gonna give it a four and a 4.5 oh okay i was scared you were gonna go lower than that <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> i'm I'm going to jump the ship. I give it fucking five out of five. Five out of five batterings. So you got a little drool hanging from it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's perfect. I, I have no issues with this movie. It's two almost two and a half hours long, and there is no fat to this movie. Could you cut any portion of this movie out? No, I would more add than I would cut. I would add, yeah. Yeah. I could not cut out anything in this movie, and it needed all two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, Plus I more. I agree with that. So I give it, I give it five out of five. Next week, it, it like after watching this movie and calling it the perfect Batman movie, I want to say this is the best Matt Batman movie of all time. But I know what's coming up. And what was that last it, one, sir? That last one, what last Batman that's coming out? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think you're talking about uh, Bat- Dark Knight Rises. Master I was Quintasm? like, I was like, Dark Knight Rises, no, 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 no. it's good, not, not no, the no. best. Mask, oh, mask, phantasm. I hear after you watch it after so many years and you don't look at, at it with through nostalgia, that's not as good. So I'm hoping I am hoping that is wrong. 
But there you have it, guys. We Christian gives it a four and a half Batarangs. I give it five. It is easily the best Batman movie up to this point. Like, there's no fucking debate. I'm <laughs> no. I'm not even going to ask him if, if this is the best Batman <laughs> no, movie. No, you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so y'all let us know what you think about Batman Begins. And next week is obviously the heavy hitter, The Dark Knight. Mm, I can't wait. Oh, I remember when that movie came out in fucking theaters. Oh. I remember the trailers for that movie. Yes. Oh. I've I've mentioned it before. I don't know. Did I mention it on this podcast? The Dark Knight is the best, has the best trailer of all time in any movie. I don't know now. I don't know now. I oh, I said that before the, the Batman oh, trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, out. you did. You I did. think the Batman trailer that came out this year oh. is the best trailer of all time. Oh, <laughs> my God, Jazz. I think you said it when you did that live reaction. Okay. You said it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think the Batman is the best trailer of all time. Dark Knight had it for what? Years. Years. 12 years? Yeah. God damn, 12 years. I don't let it in, sir. (laughs) (sighs) Salt to that wound. It's been 12 years since I worked at the theater. I saw that movie eight times. And? (laughs) I loved every fucking minute of it. I was about to say. (laughs) Granted, six of them were on the clock. (laughs) Sounds like a win-win to me. Sounds like it was a win-win for me, too. But y'all let us know what you think about Batman Begins, and y'all go ahead and start watching The Dark Knight, because... The review is coming up next week, and we will catch you all next time.